For the players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast is fueled by the Man Shake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Man Shake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For the Players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in that game's meaning combined. I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all of our links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live, become part of the chat, and then become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are on those iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop as well as our merchandise store popculturist.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it now max i believe you and i are equally in pain today well before you before we get into that yes i want to point out that i noticed there was not a uh kofi link in our <laughs> launch we've had people saying that they will throw money that is the, true in the kofi pile that's true the people did say that they, they, would, they would be willing to support us on the kofi one too lazy two i don't want to admit that i'm caving to everybody i'm caving into the hot trend right now uh, I'm not willing to to admit. give the people what they want. Yeah, and people want give to give them- us money. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. well, one or two people want to give us money. That's true. That's right. So yeah, you're in pain. I'm in pain. Yeah. What's your pains first? So I went. I went to Sorrento yesterday and got sunburnt. For those that don't know, Sorrento is a nice beach town in uh, southeast Victoria. Yeah. So I caught the ferry across from Queenscliff. Went uh, ferried across the bay. Went had some fish and chips on the beach. Went, took my nieces into the into the water, got my legs wet, it was beautiful, Put had sunscreen on, and that didn't matter because I'm a ginger. Yep. So you just got- <laughs> I'm so fair-skinned fair that even the sunscreen didn't help. So on the back of my calves, the top half of my face. <laughs> Fortunately, the, the sunscreen that I put on my tattoo seems to have worked because my arms aren't wrecked, which yep. is nice. But everything else is, I mean, so much pain. That's I may or may not have had sunstroke. <laughs> Why are you in pain? I'm- well, I'm in pain because, so uh, for those that don't know, here in Victoria, we've just come out of a five-day snap lockdown that ended up on Wednesday, and that meant we couldn't do shit. We couldn't go nowhere. We couldn't do anything. And for me, I was right in that momentum of my game time, mm. right? I'm like, yeah, fucking Jim Hard, feeling it. Five days off, I'm like this is bum. So then the second that I went back up on that the Wednesday, uh, the Thursday night, I gymmed. That was fine. I just ran and did some like upper arm stuff. Friday, same thing. Ran, but longer. Because I was like, I want, I, I was like, I need, I want to push myself. Like I know mm-hmm. I can do this run at this speed for thirty minutes flat. Well, let's try this speed at forty five minutes, 
And I smashed it. Well, I didn't smash it. I got very, very tired towards the end. But I've also discovered the joys of pre-workout. Holy shit, does that kick you like a mule? Mm. I'm like, woo! And like, I don't end, like, I don't, it doesn't give me a spike in energy, but it keeps my level, my energy consistent the whole way through, which I really appreciate. It allows me to keep going. And then yesterday, my brother-in-law was like, hey, I'm going to the gym for dude leg day. You want in? I'm like, well, I've not really done a proper leg day yet. So with my running, I presume that's just enough. That That's enough for me to, to do my legs. He's like, yeah, it is. But you want to do, you want to try something, try something else? I'm like, sure, why not? So I leave a little bit early and I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll pop on the treadmill until he gets there. Little did I realize he was 25 minutes away at that point. So I'm running. I'm like, well, he's not fucking, he's fucking far away. <laughs> and then he gets there and I'm like, five minutes. I'm like, I've got five minutes. I might as well finish off the half hour. Bad decision on leg day. Mm. Horrible decision on leg day. Because then we proceed to do all the leg things. And I thought I was going to die. So what'd you do? Uh, so, the, so I squats for the first time. Yeah. Not very good at them. Did you, did you free squat or did you use the assisted squat? Uh, free squat. Okay. Which is an interesting decision because like having a, a, a gut, my center, and even though I've lost the gut, my center of balance is still mm-hmm. really fucked. So trying to get yep. that is really difficult. Um, additionally... I yeah we did that you know you sit and you push the big leg thing yep. you're know, the ones the, you still, the, the leg press yes yeah, people break their legs and shit on <laughs> yeah. YouTube videos I'm like ah that was very scary uh, and then just other assorted leg things like yeah. this some thing where I just thrust the bar for a little while to get my glutes muscles all mm-hmm. all working um yeah so today sucks ass yep today sucks my ass cheeks hurt my thighs <laughs> hurt my calves hurt and then because I was doing the show like because I'd done arms the day before my shoulder sorry. Uh, and my chest uh, like holding the bar for the squats mm-hmm. also cane so even that's still hurting like I'm just a hot mess of pain but I'm actually kind of enjoying it I'm like yeah right, I'm, I'll go back and do it tomorrow which is cool but yeah as buddy says treading before leg day not a good idea I didn't think about that I was like I'll warm up I didn't know he was going to be so long <laughs> and I could have just stopped I didn't want to be that guy that just sat at the gym waiting well, you could have done something else sure. surely there's other things that you could have done to like cardio for a little bit that didn't involve legging yeah that's probably a good point probably a good point but uh actually yeah before we jump into what we've been playing if if anyone has been watching this show on the youtube's or the podcast <clears> services you would have heard at the start of the show that our little spiel you know both max and i we are powering ourselves by the man shake the man shake is a weight loss uh a meal replacement shake that i used in 2020 to lose 30 kilos uh i am a brand ambassador so you know full disclosure of course Max, however, is jumping on it this year in order to kickstart his weight loss journey. So, Max, how is the weight loss journey this week? Uh, 1.3 kilos down this week. Fucking So, this is week seven, I think, and I'm about 500 grams off the 10 kilo mark. Fuck yeah. Pretty pretty stoked, but um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Yeah, shit yeah, man. It's been good. That's so good. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Gotta be be happy. (laughs) It's been good. Uh, and if you want to support us on our weight loss journey or start your very own, there is a link in the description below. Jump on that and it will take you to the Manshake page. Even if you don't, have, you don't even have to buy anything, just click the link. It shows support for us. It, show, it allows us to show uh, support to the Manshake and all that sort of stuff. If you want to give that a go, you certainly can. Uh, come quite in the chat. Goes three kilos down on the Lady Shake in four weeks. Nice. One shake a day. Happy so far. Fuck yeah, man. I, I do wonder that because I I gone I went hard since day one, so I had the two shakes per day, restricted diet, everything. So un, unlike Kumquat, where she's done the uh, the 
the one shake a day thing so it's obviously a slower a mm. slower approach but it seems to be still be working that's in, that's great and the best thing about a, a slow weight loss like that it's much easier to maintain because like the problem is if you lose so much super super fast your body goes ah and kind of freaks well i ran into that a couple that. of weeks ago when when i plateaued and didn't lose anything mm. Your, your body shocks us. I was like, hang on a second. Well, yeah, because I, I was having a discussion the other day. So your body wants you to be fat. Your body loves it when you're fat because there is no restrictions on anything. It's like there's food is always plentiful. Mm. We're never going to die. It is within our nature to be fat. So like we are literally fighting what we are, what our brain wants us to do. Uh, come quite as I train a lot, so I didn't want to go too deficient. Yeah, it makes complete sense yeah. if you are a big trainer. Well, yes, yeah, so for me, as you know, as I've lost my thirty kilos now, I'm like my body's really slowing down on the weight loss. I'm like I'm gonna have to push it further. Either I re- either I restrict my diet further, which I don't see myself doing because I've kind of I go as low as I possibly can without going insane. I'm like, well, what if I just work harder? Yeah, and that'll sort of balance it out. But when we're not talking about doing our weight lossy things, we're playing games. Max, what have you played this week? Uh, I dove into the Neo Two uh, PS Five glow up. I've been playing that. Yeah, uh, that's been really good. Really excited to get back into that. See, and because what I played, I didn't notice any difference. Are you noticing any difference? Yeah, it does seem to be a little bit more responsive. There's less, um, uh, less. There seems to be less of a. Um, a lag between your input and what's happening on screen because okay. it's because it's running at the higher frame rate. That's good to know. It looks way better. Yeah, it looks stunning. And I'm stuck at the same boss I got stuck at last time. Which is is that the big giant fucking it's Anubis the, thing? The, no, 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 no. He, no, that's fine. Oh he, fuck that, you! That's like, that guy's so hard. That, it's like a mini boss in the first level. Yeah, and it like kicks that. my ass off. You're no, like, so I'm I'm in like I think it's like the fourth main mission, and there's just this big gigantic snake thing that just. I don't know. I don't get it. I cannot. I don't get the way the boss works. Right, I'm gonna need you to fight this this Anubis looking <laughs> motherfucker before you go today because he's. I'm so pissy at him. I mean, like he serves no purpose. He opens a shortcut. Yeah, but I want to kill him. Okay. Now that I now that he's there now because I've done it before in my in my PS4 playthrough. I did kill him. I don't know how, but right now I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> um. I rolled credits on the Nightmares 2. Same. So, more high fives. Another one in. Uh, that game is absolutely fantastic. Well, yeah, so we did drop our review of that title last week. I said code was provided to us by Bandai Namco, Bandai Namco Australia. Um, at the time, I was like, I, I was literally like an hour off the end. Yeah, same. Yeah, so in, so the ending itself, very, to add to what we, to what we discussed last week, it is very similar in the idea. It is open-ended in terms of the narrative. However, there is a bit more... There is, there is a slight more definitiveness in the ending of this game compared to the first one. Yeah. As in, like, there is a clear narrative story that it is telling, but it doesn't expand on the world itself or provide any more detail around six. It just goes, this is Mono and this is Mono's effect. Yeah, this, the, is, the this is very much Mono's story. Yeah. And then we'll discuss more about Little Bit Nightmares when we hit the news. But, um, yeah, it's, it was great. How do you, you go with the the puzzle the the purple the purple door puzzles? Uh, did you did you did, it, did the you second I, the second I realized really there was the visual clue when you stand near the right door you spark a little bit. There was a visual clue. Yeah, I just it, the music box just worked properly when you were standing next to the right door. Oh. The, music, the music box was louder when you were going through. See, the that right makes more point. sense because in the in the uh, review 
guide that we were given it said you know and there is a puzzle towards the end that where audio is incredibly important yeah i was like oh okay didn't do it <laughs> didn't do it yeah, I was that's how I go through it. I was relying on visual cues. So there's a puzzle to the back end of the in the level. It's almost like a Benny Hill hallway where you know doors it's go to different. It's directions, like an MC right? Escher painting at some points too, with like the the stairways going through. Yeah, Th- think like Scooby Doo when they're running through doors. It's exactly that. Yeah, and like depending on which door you do, you, you need to find the right path. But yeah, I found that there was if you stood near the door that that you needed to go through, ever you sparkled a little bit near the door. I'm like oh, okay. oh cool, bing. Yeah, so then I just remembered the pattern. So because there was a because there was like a a musical box playing in the background, mm. I found that the music was louder when you were near when you were going the right path. As you walked away from the door, the the music would lower. Mm. It's like okay, I'm going the wrong way. Look at you, let's pay attention to the review guide you didn't read. <laughs> One of us had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but the, the game's absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's so good. Um, the, the the final ending was just uh, I didn't see it coming neither and I think it worked really well mm. um, I know I did a little bit of digging after I'd finished it um, there is a an after credit scene if you have all the collectibles like if you collect oh. all the children fragments oh yeah uh, there is Does it a, add much um, I believe it 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 shows that this is a sequel not a prequel uh, this is a prequel not a sequel sorry oh. Uh, okay because that's one thing that remember when we were, dis- we were discussing it last week when it was like well how does this line up like, yeah you know but that makes it makes more sense so Joe Man friend of the show and also Man Shaking Bastard he lost 82 kilos on the Man Shake uh, he goes he wants to go replay it no plans to develop another game yes we're going to discuss that shortly but uh, yes yeah, so he's been streaming it as well so absolutely fantastic yeah, so that it'd be great to sort of find. I'm, I'm have to find that clip because I'm not gonna go get the collectibles again. There apparently is a very easy and obtainable platinum. Yeah, like epic. super easy available. Like, so I might go back. Nice. Anything else been playing? Uh, I did the Easter egg for the new zombies mm. map. Um, uh, it took us a while. We were we were running into so many problems. Basically. They're, one of the new mini bosses uh, is a mimic, so it, it spawns in random locations from items, and you had to capture them in a Ghostbuster esque ghost trap, and you had to catch specific ones. You had to catch three of them to to progress in the in the store in the Easter egg. And for the life of us, we could only ever get two. The third one either wouldn't spawn or would accidentally kill it and would capture the wrong one. Anyway, somehow all the stars aligned and we got everything done. And then by the end, when you when the big boss came out, we all had the 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 what they refer to as the wonder weapons so the strongest weapon available on the map we all had it fully upgraded and we beat the boss in about five seconds yeah <laughs> so um overall it was pretty fun took us way longer than we thought i think we did it at round 35 yeah a lot of the clips that we've seen on the on the interwebs they've done it like around 20 around 22 so we were ridiculously overpowered for for what we did but it was pretty fun um and i think i'm done with zombies until the next map which is a shame because that map only came out about three weeks ago <laughs> well see that's the real that's the real hard part when it comes to sort of like new content like people will smash it and then go now what yeah because i think that's a big part of the of the way that games are delivered now it's that gratification it's like you know yeah which is a shame i know that i know that uh i think it's in the news uh call of duty's uh season whatever they're up to uh, starts in about a week's time and they've just announced a big uh zombies mode for Warzone called outbreak mm-hmm. 
So now I'm going to have to download Warzone. Well, so, you get rid of zombies. And no, so Warzone. I'm going to get rid of um, the Division 2 because someone told me to download it. And then never I've been waiting me. for you to say let's play. <laughs> You're the one with a very different timetable compared to everybody else. Yeah, I can play between 8 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. and that's it. Well, then let's, <laughs> let's organize it. <laughs> Um, and so I'm ready to fucking go. And I believe, like, as you can see, and I right believe there. there is another patch for Division Two coming out in the co- in the next week or so to fix all the graphic issues that is wrong with it at the moment on PS5. Yeah, nice. Because somehow it there was anything else. Oh, uh, and I've um, dove into Persona Five Strikers because if you own the digital, you would you fucking? Nerd. If you own the digital collection collector's edition, it came out on. Friday. Friday, yeah. But if you only have the yeah the everyday regular edition, it comes out on Tuesday. Hey, well, because you you being the big Persona fan, you are. Yeah. So obviously, this game's different. It's a it's the um, I can't think of the actual correct term for the style of game. I know it has a yeah Musho Musho game. Yeah. So it's Musho? like di- Musho Musho. It's basically Dynasty Warriors yeah. or Musho. Yeah. Musho. I think they've done really well. So I've only played about three hours of it so far, very early in. But they've kept the they've kept the artistic style of Persona Five in place. They've kept that iconic turn based system mm. commands. So Delicate Stone has just gifted a sub in the chat. So now, buddy, buddy Watson is a sub to the channel. Thank you very much, Delicate Stone. Um, what was it? Sorry. Um, Sorry. They've kept they've kept the you know their iconic visuals. Of the of how their their battle system set out, but you still have that free movement of a Muso game. Mm. So I think they've done really well with it. You know, you've got your persona summons, and they all do their special attacks, and then you've got your combos that you can pull off during the during the thing. All the all the areas are there's interactable things in the areas, so you can, uh, for instance, you can swing on light posts and swing around and kill enemies around in in, in the area. The, I haven't. Because I haven't played too much of it, I can't really dive deep into the story yet. We'll but have more they've, to say next week. I yeah, I'll, I'll have more to say in the, in the coming in the coming weeks. But I think they've done a really good job just initially of keeping what is identifiable as Persona there in this in this game, which is good. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I look I, forward to diving in more. I have obviously, understandably, no interest in playing <laughs> it. Um, I do like. Look, I I give Persona so much shit, but I I do quite like Persona Five, and I enjoyed Royal. And Royal is installed on my PlayStation Four whenever I do decide to go back to it. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to go that deep into play like a whole other genre of it. Yeah. Just that. plus, I think it's. I, like, was, I think it's technically like a sequel. Like, there's an. I was initially turned off. So I'm like, had. I don't know how I'm going to enjoy my turn-based games not being turn-based anymore yeah but it's i kind of like it yeah, yeah. it's one of it's, it, apparently it's like handled inc- yeah, incredibly yeah well. they've done really and well like it, you still get that stack to that persona feel but with this whole new genre mm. which says a lot about the 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 art style and the gameplay that is persona and the sort of the uh, the uh what's what i'm looking for the just the game design of persona that yeah. can translate to all these different genres and work and I've been playing a crap load of League of Legends. Yeah, what about you? Uh, so I picked <laughs> up uh, The Pedestrian. Ooh. So Pedestrian is a... So I saw it on a state of play, I think it was like August-ish of last year. Uh, it was a really cool... It had a really cool like art design. That's not where they jump in all the between street signs. signs and stuff. Yeah, and it was okay. like 24 bucks. I was like, that's manageable. Bugging. But I'll jump on that. I am not smart enough for this game. <laughs> 
Ah, very quickly I I hit a bottleneck. Don't you hate it when that happens? Oh my god, it, 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 <laughs> it has the it's, it feels like the witness in the same way of like oh I'm getting this I'm getting this I'm dumb, <laughs> and like there's that one clear moment where I go ooh, I'm dumb. Oh, I should point out I have been playing more Destiny two. Um, the 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 second week has kicked off for the new season, so along with that came a new exotic quest, which is. Uh, has been this big the level is basically this big gigantic puzzle maze mm. and you got to work your way through it, and then at the end there's a boss and then you get your exotic weapon i bashed my head against the wall for about three hours trying to beat the boss couldn't kill it i went went hey Cass, can you just come here and just be like my cannon fodder so i can kill this guy real quick and he's like yeah man and we did it first go no <laughs> i said is someone to stay alive well i could constantly go in and and do you go think? murder us on everyone and die Sounds good. Very nice. But, but yeah, so with pedestrian, yeah, in the same, the same way as that puzzle, mm. like you you look at it, it's all it's literally a traversal puzzle. It's mm. funny. But there's cool ways to connect the, the little signs together and, and So is it just like a platformer puzzler or is it just pure puzzling? It's a uh, it's ooh, it's a tough way to explain it. So the idea was, you know, there is your you come in on this door and then you need to get this 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 door over there mm-hmm. over there. So you have to work out how to string the signs together to get there or collect a series of items that will then open So up do you are, do you have a a character per se that you control or do you You move, are just this little person. Can you the, control the world around you? So can you like move signs to line things up? Yeah, so how so all the signs are completely movable okay. like, depending unless unless they're all clearly or nailed to the thing yeah um and it's just like duh, 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 you find and you you make the path and it's cool so when you start getting it you feel smart as shit it feels fantastic because like you know you're you're the little toilet man like door sign mm-hmm. person you're like you can be a woman if you choose uh run across and yeah and that goes to different locations eventually you get yourself onto a train that takes you to a different location and then, then you do the same thing again new location repeat i i think i'm on the location four four i'm mm-hmm. in like a back alley and like admittedly i have used some walkthroughs because i just like i cannot solve this i'm like there i, I don't want to has it been to the point where you've gone and used something like that and you've kicked yourself and gone that's so obvious why no. did i think of that a couple or- a couple of them I'm like how have i got that thought process yeah. because what that what what it had done that if you if you make the pathways between the signs and you break the pathway as in if you go because if you go through that pathway and then you break it it throws you back to the start. You can't oh, okay. redo paths you've already been through. So you can't change. However, so you spend the first part of the game going, okay, I have to plan it as one trip. Yep. And then I can move the signs as I need to, but I still have to do it in one trip. Later on, they go, oh no, you can break the pathway. It resets everything, but the puzzle itself is semi-designed for you to do that. Oh, okay. So like, so there's there's a piston blocking this doorway between two signs. You open that piston, and in order to act to use this new signs that you have access to, you have to break that path. Resets everything, but that but piston stays open. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, but hang on, the game has spent so long for me telling that I can't break path. So you have to rethink how you play the game. Yeah. As much as I would love to finish it, I yeah, I seriously don't think I can do it. Like I think I've hit hundred percent hit like my brain smarts. Okay. Because like you know you, you know because Buddy in the chat says he's, he's having a lot of fun, but he 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 is that brain. He is that right kind of brain that can handle puzzle games. Like that's his shit. Him yeah. and so I, him and platformers like Celeste and stuff like that. Where I'm just like I can't do. I, I neither have the response or the brain power. Uh, so. I'll go, I'll keep trying. I'll come back for it and give it a little bell. And like, I didn't spend a lot of money. So it's still certainly a great game. If you like puzzle, if you like puzzlers, 
the aesthetic is brilliant the even the rumble and the control is good i like it i, I i'm enjoying it yeah i'm just just literally not smart enough uh on top of that i did roll credits on resident evil 4 this week I got that done in like 12 hours, which I think is longer than it should have been. Probably. Uh, but that, that game is still very, very good. Uh, I'm glad I got it finished. It was because that was like a goal that I had no reason to achieve. I just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Especially with the idea of uh, Resident Evil Village coming up in the next couple of months with this sort of being a semi-ish sequel to 4. Uh, I kind of wanted to see it through and I'm, I'm glad I did. It is it is very, very good. Uh I still don't understand. I don't believe. I still don't believe it's the best Resident Evil available. It may have been prior to the remakes. Yeah. But I think Resident Evil Two Remake is the best game because that, to me, the way that that game feels like Resident Evil, like it's puzzles, it's horror, it's tense, it's scary, like it's all these different senses coming together, all these different gameplay elements coming together in a one. And I think that's that's where it should be going in the future. And Resident Evil Four was right on that cusp between where they started putting more action there's a like ammo is relatively plentiful i never really ran out there were times where i got restricted on my ammo but if i just had backup rifle ammo i was always fine yeah you know so i never had that scarcity that i had that i found myself in to remake Uh, or even seven on the other hand which is you know sort of that soft reboot for the genre um oh sorry for the for the franchise so yeah Resident four great I cannot wait to see what they do with the remake because I'll, I'll 100% play it again when the remake drops because uh, there is a lot in, in it that is very cool and I, I want to see how it's coming together because, mm-hmm. you know, in Resident Evil 3 remake, you see the introduction of the uh, uh, of the weird, the weird, like... Uh, the La Plaga. The La Plaga, which Pretty is Pretty sure cool. that's what it was, yeah. Something like the, the Plaga or something. Yeah, the Plaga yeah. or something like that. Right. Uh, yeah, th- that's cool. So we're seeing hints of that in three and then we see it in four. Like they're, all, they're tying it all together in a different way and that's what, what hence why I want to see the ramp yeah. which is very cool. It's it's the, it's the weird that there's so much, you know, people hate escort missions but Resident Evil 4 is the best Resident Evil. Nah, bro. Like you spend half time trying to not have the, uh, the president's daughter killed. Bums me out. And then for no fucking reason at all, I uh, reinstalled Stardew Valley. So I started a new farm. I did the hill one um, just for no reason. I wanted to feel like farming. Mostly because the new Story of Seasons game comes out in a couple of weeks. And, and then I got really like hard on for farm games again. Do you know Farming Simulator is currently on sale on the PlayStation now? It's oh, PlayStation it is well. It's in the big 50% off. I actually think it's more than that. Yeah. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, every, like everyone knows my love for farming games. Farming games are my shit. They are my zen. Like there's a game that I want to just like play and chill out. That's it. And that's what at the start of last year was. So Animal Crossing hit that a little bit. However, uh, yeah, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town was the one that did it for me as it being a remake of my, one of my favorite games of all time, which is Harvest Moon Back to Nature. So... The next story of seasons looks to be great because it is the set is the first in the newish ones to hit the switch. The other two, which was the story of seasons and story of season tree of towns were both on 3ds and they were cool, but they were no way like groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, like they were certainly better than any harvest moon game for the fucking longest time to prepare yourself to hear a bunch about a switch game for the next couple. <laughs> yeah. Like I know it's for a podcast, but I will be talking about story of seasons in some capacity on every week as I, as I play it. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so like I'm so that's fine. I want, I, I want to see what they're doing now. Thankfully, uh, turn left distribution friend of the show cat. Uh, she they're handling the release of this, so they have just they are just posting. She's just posting shit on Twitter all day, and it's it's at a point I'm like, ooh, and the camera is frozen. So may I have that, please? Now that camera freezing will only affect the uh, the stream, but we'll get in there and give it a bit of a fix. Uh, yeah, because like because you you keep asking me, Max. You go, why do you like it. farming games? It. Is my question. Because you always ask me, like, why do you like farming games? I'm like, because they're zen. They're, they're chill. It, they're repetitive tasks. And that's what I love about it is you go in and, like, you know, my goal is just plant more crops. Grow them. Harvest them. Do it. Make them better. Duh, duh, duh. It, it's it's funny. I get I get that that's the gameplay or the loop cycle that you're doing that's fine. But what's what's the difference from, say, playing a Destiny or and doing that loot grind cycle or playing Diablo and doing that loot grind cycle? Because mm-hmm. all you're doing is planting crops, selling crops, to buy more crops, to plant the crops, whereas all you're doing here is killing enemies to get the items to kill bigger items, to kill bigger enemies to get better items. I think because- It's the same cycle in principle- I is it because it's less tense and you don't have is to think no about combat? it? I guess there's no combat. It's probably part of it. Yeah. Because I'm not like, I'm not going to have someone murder me and wreck everything I've done. Unless, I mean, unless a, a, I mean, a, a neighboring probably, farm comes and fucking stabs would, me. That would make me play Stardew Valley. Holy shit, yeah. If there was like enemy farmers that came in and like poisoned your crops, I'd be all over that game. <laughs> they're, they're just coming in and like contaminating your crops so you can't sell them. You come out one morning to harvest and all your carrots are rotten and they've salted your earth and... They've just wrecked your, wrecked your day and so you've got you've to got- start over. That, that's my game. I want to be the guy contaminating the farms. Let me be the bad guy of that story. Yeah. Make that some DLC. Well, I'll, I'll come in and like... Saying just that though, wreck your stuff. Stardew Valley does have like a monsters version. If you play like, it's like a harder mode where you, at night monsters come out. Okay. Like when I played it back in the day, like when it launched. So like zombies come in like steal your potatoes and stuff. Yeah, they come or? and make salad and stuff. I'm like, fuck with you. I've no idea. I've never played it because it's like, for me, it's just not what I've tried to give in there. But like, I'm keen to give it a go. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's for me, it's just, it's a comfort. It's Zen. It's easy. Like, and I guess there's a hundred percent nostalgia with it. Cause what I, what I, I distinctly remember when I was growing up playing Harvest Moon back to nature on PS1, I had a, uh, my own, I didn't know spreadsheets at the time cause I was an idiot, but like I, I had one in my book and it would be like, well, how much does it cost? you know to to buy a pack of seeds of this one what's the yield what's the difference what what is the what veg what crops were the best for me who which had the quickest turnaround Mm. and like i had this all written down in our own little book even so much so that i had grid paper where i knew the exact size of what the 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 area that which i could use and i would map it out i would pre-sketch out what a nerd shut up (laughs) for like optimum setup farming nerd over here yeah (laughs) but that was great like i i love that shit that that for when uh, the farming games mad love it but i i can't I, you know like Sak- sakuna of rice and ruin i the game's fun but the p- crop stuff was stacked better <laughs> no it wasn't that was probably the weakest part of that game <laughs> mainly because i couldn't do it properly for, for you <laughs> for me it was the standout part of the game what would you like about this uh side-scrolling uh, platform fighter oh yeah the, the planting of the rice <laughs> It was the best part. I didn't have to do anything. Just walk backwards and just put <laughs> rice in the ground. Hey, but you, you, you had to put some thought into it. As you unlocked more things about the rice, you made it better. Yeah, all right. Fucking chill. Sure, sure. 
Uh, yes, I'm super keen for Story of Seeds when that does come out, but that's why I'm playing Stardew Valley again. Just to sort of reint- reintroduce my excitement. Not that I needed new excitement, because it didn't go anywhere. Uh, it's just like, I need that fix before it comes out. Jeez. Shut up. Um, with about anything else? No, I don't think I've played anything else. It's been pretty quiet. I keep saying it's been pretty quiet game. Like, like I've come to learn that I just game really hard in like a couple of days. Yeah. Like there are days where I don't touch it, and then a couple of days I just go bang bang, and I like smash time. Play a lot. Either way, we've been talking for like fucking half an hour, and we mean don't even got to the news part of the show. So this now it's time to talk about the news. This is a section we call inform inform the players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. So let's kick things off with some little nightmares news. So little nightmares two will oh, be. You can have the mouse back now. Oh, cool. Thank you. Little Nightmares 2 will be the last entry in the series produced by the Tarsia Studios. Uh, the developer's new owner states it will, quote, focus on creating new IPs. Uh, this is coming from an earnings report from the Embracer group who bought the team back in 2019. The publisher Bandai Namco, however, still holds the rights to the Little Nightmares IP, so it makes sense that the new owners would want them working on a new IP. The full quote, as per IGN reads, quote, Tarsia Studios will, from now on, focus on creating new IPs. Embracer Group CEO Lars Wingfors goes into... Uh, goes on to congratulate the team for its success with the sequel and reveals that the first game was the reason the ever-growing publisher bought the studio. Quote, Now having that game created, they will move on to create new IPs and I'm super excited and that was the main reason we made this acquisition a bit over a year ago. There could be more Little Nightmares in the future, but it won't be handled by this team. See, see that's the thing. So Bandai Namco, I believe, own the publishing and distribution rights to yeah. it. So if they ever were to make another, it would be somebody else. Yeah. And like, see, that's the thing I'm a little bit bummed about, uh, mostly because as we were discussing last week, I would love a third one. Like sort of improve on what they did in the second one, which is, you know, add some multiplayer, get some co-op action in there. Mm. Because, you know, in order to... We'll discuss this as well. That the spooks are great when you're by yourself, and when you introduce somebody else, it lessens the spook spook feel. But if you have co-op and then they force you to up the spooks, it's what you want. Giving a double spooks game. Yeah, it's a shame. After coming uh, coming off the heels of playing it and finishing it so recently, it is a bit of a shame to hear that it could be the last one, especially from this team. Uh, I would have also liked to have seen more. What they would have, I would love to see what they were going to do with it next. But seeing the team is going to be working on a new IP, it doesn't stop them from working on something in a similar genre. Mm. It'll be interesting to see what they can do with a, with a different IP. Yeah, look, I, I certainly do agree with that. And I think it's something that is certainly can be worked on by other people. Like, majority of what makes Little Nightmares cool is its aesthetics, is yeah. how it looks. And even how it looks is kind of not... It's unique-ish. Like, it does have a lot of Tim Burton body horror-esque sort of vibes to it. You know, like, there are some characters that look straight up like the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas. So, like, it's very easy for someone to come in and replicate it. But yeah. it may not have the soul of Little Nightmares. The only... I say that in the way that Little Nightmares really doesn't have a lot of narrative to it, as we discussed mm-hmm. earlier and last week. So, it's a bit it's a bit of a bummer that they're ending it without really locking some shit down. Yeah. And leaving leaving a lot of things open to that, but I guess if your big if you get bored out and your big boss says no more, what are you gonna do? And I think because Embracer, the Embracer group who own like THQ Nordic and stuff, they also acquired the, um, they acquire the publish guys, yeah, the Gearbox and so Gearbox Publishing. Publishing. So it's within their interest to not have their game go to somebody else be published. Yeah, 
So there's a lot more. Of a, this is probably a lot more of a business decision than it is a creative decision. Yeah, of course. So it's not as if the, the not as if the Tarsier Studios were not wanting to make them anymore. It was more of a. It's probably with you know our business model isn't really going to be able to support that. Yeah. Um, and Joe jo Man in the chat goes, uh, "This universe is so cool, interesting. It is a shame. It is a shame, but I don't think it's going to end. In the same way that just because Uncharted, sorry, just because Uncharted is no longer being worked on by Naughty Dog, doesn't mean we're not going to see another Uncharted. Because it looks pretty likely we're going to see more Uncharted. Now, another week." Another moment when we're sitting here talking about fucking Silent Hill, which is great because I love Silent Hill, but it's, something's going to have to happen soon, Max. Something's going to have to happen. And apparently, Konami is allegedly open to outsourcing their IP. So developer Bloober uh, team, who have just done the Medium and Observer, is currently working on a new horror project with the help of, quote, a very famous gaming publisher, GameIndustry.biz has revealed. Detailed in a new interview with the CEO, P P Peter Barbino, I'm going to say Peter, Peter Barbino, uh, he, is quoted as saying, he is quoted as saying, in fact, we've been working for more than a year on another gaming project another horror ip and we're doing this with a very famous gaming publisher i can tell you who i uh, sorry i can't tell you who i can't tell you what the project is but i'm pretty sure when people realize what we're working on they will be very excited right, so quote. so just to cut this story off short what are the big horror ips that you can think of apart from silent hill there's not much else resident evil like they're your big ones yeah like alone in the dark Ha! Oh my god, all this and it's just alone in the dark. Holy shit. Like I loved Alone in the Dark a new nightmare on um on PS2. But holy shit. Everyone's gonna just crack the absolute poos. Because they did they made they made Alone in the Dark on PS3, I think Alone in the Dark Inferno, I think was its name. And it was bumhole. So like if they can reboot that, it would be fantastic. For me. Everyone else will probably hate it. Uh, in a Games to be interview from May 2020, Akira Yama Yamaoka, quote, uh, brackets, parentheses, the man behind the soundtrack of both the medium and Silent Hill, close bracket, parentheses, is quoted as saying he wants to work on the developer's second game in production at the time. Video Games Chronicle states this game, uh, this change in heart is what has allowed the Silent Hill franchise to be developed by a, quote, prominent Japanese developer, end quote. The site doesn't outright refute the speculation surrounding Bloober Team, also working on a new entry in the survival horror series instead suggesting that two titles may actually be in production one of them is due to be revealed this summer also there may be plans for konami to outsource its metal gear solid and castlevania franchises also. so this is the guy uh, going back to the the GameSpot interview this is the guy who did a interview recently and had his interview uh his video interview removed from yeah all publications because apparently he said too much now, I also remember about a year ago that it was rumored that Supermassive was working on a Silent Hill game that turned out. Apparently, to that be, became um, that, um, the the Dark Pictures yeah stuff, which is cool. Um, apparently, Konami didn't like where it was going, and they're like, "Nah, we don't want to give our stuff away." See, that's real bizarre because Little Hope has so much like Silent Hill esque feels to it. Yeah. It's all about fucking fog and walking around a spooky ass town with weird creatures and shit. So, like, it kind of nailed that feel. If if these rumors are true and Bloober's working on Silent Hill, does that mean it's Xbox exclusive? Yeah, it's fucked. No, it, it, it don't know. It would come. To, see, as Bloober aren't a, they're not a own studio. They just have worked with Microsoft, am I right? 
I honestly have no idea. I just know that the medium is on. But the observer, is, the observer is on everything. The observer is on everything. So I think if if um, I imagine there would be some sort of deal with Konami, like you know, you put on everything. Yeah, I would imagine Konami would want their stuff on everything. But isn't like I haven't played the medium, so be, most of it's on Xbox and PC. I haven't played it. I wasn't. There's like, fan. Do, is it? I've played it a are bit. Are people going to be excited by hearing that this team is working on Silent Hill? I'm not personally. I didn't think much of the medium. I love the Observer. I thought the Observer was fantastic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just it's interesting because obviously, uh, the last Metal Gear game, well, Metal Gear Survive, obviously didn't do very well. No. So well, it's it makes because they tried to make like I enjoyed it because I was playing it with Josh, and then the second that Josh bounced out, I was like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. So and, it makes sense yeah. for them to kind of outsource some of their stuff because they're literally sitting on all these fantastic IPs that people are craving and they're doing nothing with them. Yeah, so like you are 100% spot on. Like especially with like the likes of Castlevania, like Castlevania is massive. It is the it is the like the origin for the literal Metroidvania. It's the vania part of that, you know, of that genre and mm. people love that shit. Like of the last X amount of years, like roguelikes and Metroidvanias have become incredibly prominent. So why not use the 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 source material, the IP that made that shit famous. Yeah, uh, I think that would be great. But then you've also got the likes of, you know, uh, Bloodstained, which is, a, I think it's made by the same people, that, the same dude that created Castlevania. And if not, it's exactly fucking yeah. Metroidvania, uh, 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 Castlevania. So why, I guess, uh, you'd, be, you'd be relying solely on name recognition there. Do you think that if these, if these rumors are true and that Konami is, is open to outsourcing Metal Gear Solid and Castlevania, do you think... Do you think Sony try and pick up Metal Gear Solid and they and do they give it to Kojima? Productions? I don't. I, see, that or do you think there's too much bad blood between them that yeah. Konami be like, well, you guys can't have it because you guys are working with them. No. So I, I would. You know, my, my next question was gonna be, what is Metal Gear gonna be Metal Gear without without Kojima? Because I think when you and I have it, I think you and I had this discussion around Death Stranding about whether. Because I am a big fan of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I think even you and Josh, the whole time leading like, up to Death Stranding, yeah. is it is it are we Metal Gear fans or are we Kojima fans? Yeah. And I, I think the big part of it, especially when we saw with the likes of Metal Gear Survive, is no, Kojima is such a pivotal part of what makes Metal Gear fantastic. I think that goes with Death Stranding as well. Um, you know, it's, it's this weird sort of space where I, I don't know how it would go without him. Yeah. The, I, the only thing I'm real for that reason, I'd be like, in, very similar to, to Dylan in the chat. So Dylan, a, a another Australian PlayStation podcast called Platinum Explosion. Check them out. You know that they have a more trophy focus than we do. So if you're in trophy hunting and whatnot, check it out. They're right rally. This is the big whole thing on Dreams last week with the MP Awards. Mm. I've, I don't know anyone that's put that much effort into Dreams. It's fantastic. Um, so like he, you know, he's saying no more Metal Gear, please. And I would kind of agree with him. I'd almost be however, open for them to just remaster all of the other that ones. That said, however, I want at least a remake or a remaster of the first because the first is really, oh, fu really fucking hard to play. This is what I get for, you know, putting a new graphics card in and, and unplugging things. Sorry for everyone that not on the Twitch stream. The, um, frozen. Um, give me yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily need new Metal Gear, but I'd be, I'd be very much happy with his Metal Gear Solid one. Here's where it all started from. Yeah. It's looking gorgeous now. They make a few uh, quality of life changes. Yeah, g give me Metal Gear again, but like more, like better playable is the big thing for me. Give it to Blue Point. Why not? Blue Point are, are the peeps. 
and a room, room and mill has already been doing that. And is that camera still frozen? No, we're back now. It's just and being, it's just just being shitty. Um, so yeah, that's what I want to see because right now it's it is stuck on uh, on PS One or the PS Classic as well as yeah. down there somewhere, uh, or you can pay you know or even two and three which are great, but they're pretty much stuck on like you know you can play them with backwards compatibility through uh, the Xbox and that's it. You can't play it on PlayStation platforms any anywhere, literally anywhere. I don't think the cameras fix itself now. Um, Sorry about that. The cam link is fucking frustrating at best times. Um, yeah, so like they are completely lost on a whole different platform. And that's, especially when Metal Gear, its home really is PlayStation. And right now we can't play it. Because on, on top of that as well, Metal Gear Solid 4, Sons of Liberty, is only playable on PS3. Only. Nowhere else. That's got to be fucking fixed. Yeah, it'll... That should be the priority, not making new Metal Gears. It's making the ones that are available now playable on this current console, current gen. Yeah. Or at least playable on PS4. I don't give a fuck. Just bring it to PS4. God damn it. But yeah, that's what I'm open to. Silent Hill, we've discussed my love for Silent Hill in the past. I'm curious. I have a feeling my love is Resident Evil now. Yeah. And... yeah uh buddy what's in the chat also adds i would like number one remake as well which is fantastic kind of agree with no more metal gear unless it's more of a small ground zeros type thing and ground zeros was cool uh it was this little precursor to what was phantom pain uh so it's like phantom pain was so good give you a little see this is the this is the whole thing right so metal gear solid 4 sons of sons of liberty was so cinematic heavy and then metal and then phantom pain was the exact opposite like you get just enough and you go play so it was gameplay heavy compared to like that real driven. Come quite Metal Gear Collection, take my money. And like there are collections. There's there's one on PS3 and it's great, but that is X amount of time ago. This is one of the most pivotal franchises in gaming. And it's completely gone. Yeah. Well, completely on the, on lost. The PlayStation platform. Look, saying that though, not, Konami aren't the only ones to not give a shit. Like I don't care about Zelda, but they had their 35th anniversary this year and they're doing Jack. Yeah, I can't believe Nintendo like copper doing Skyward Sword, guys. I'm like, cool, I don't care. <laughs> Give me any other Zelda game, I would have been stoked. <laughs> you picked the one that I just don't care about at all. Thank you very much. They gave me two bullshit fighters for Smash, and I was like, I don't care about you either. It's a shame I already bought this, the fighter pass. I'm like, I'm going to get you, but like, I, I don't want you. <laughs> oh, what a letdown that was. Waste of 45 minutes of my life. But enough about the Nintendo Nintendo Direct. (laughs) Let's talk about Codemasters, Ryan. Racing game studio Codemasters is now officially a part of EA as the publisher confirms it's approximately $1.2 billion purchase of the developer. This means that Dirt, Project Cars, Grid, and Formula One IPs are all with EA. In a statement, EA CEO Andrew Wilson said the acquisition marks a new era for the genre. Quote, Racing fandom continues to grow worldwide and the franchises in our combined portfolio will enable us to create innovative new experiences and bring more players into the excitement of cars and motorsport. Our teams will be a global powerhouse in racing entertainment with amazing games for players on every platform and we cannot wait to get started. Codemaster CEO Frank Sagna also adds that this deal will allow the team to make its franchise to take its franchises to new heights and reach an even bigger audience of players worldwide. Quote, together we can redefine the landscape of racing games to create even more compelling experiences for racing fans around the world. 
That is a huge chunk of cash for Codemasters. Speaking of <laughs> chunk of cash, in the chat, we just missed it a couple minutes ago. Viva Ladil with the biddies. Thank you very much, my friend. But yeah, it is massive. Like, there is so much <laughs> racing in one spot. Yeah. That's concerned because aside from <clears throat> Gran Turismo and Forza, yeah, you've got the rest. <laughs> what else is there? Mario Kart. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But car- is car <laughs> racing in the same space? <laughs> no, not at no. all. Like it's it's it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But like, let's have a look. So they got dirt. So from recollection, like Project Cars is semi simmy. Is Grid simmy? No, I don't remember. Because dirt, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think grid's more arcadey. Well, okay, well, I could be completely well, wrong. Because what, what I was trying to say, like, are they trying to tap that market specifically? Like, because obviously Gran Turismo is very sim esque, and Forza hits the best of both both worlds with you know. Yeah, because obviously Horizon. Horizon is very is less simmy than what motorsport. For, yeah, for, is it Forza Motorsport? Yeah, Forza Motorsport. Yeah. yeah, obviously that's the heavy sim version of the game, but yeah, EA's got the rest. Uh, the, the difficulty is with both of us not being big racing fans it's tough for us to don't EA do like the Need for Speed games aren't they all EA published they are they very much are yeah, EA's got them all now it's just gonna say like although we're not big racing fans do you is, is this a concern from an outside perspective I don't think so because I think I think the sim heavy guys are always going to go to that Forza route um and the the arcade racer guys are always going to enjoy the as as far as you know as much as over the past few years the need for speed games have been lacking what i think the fans have wanted yeah he was they're all right still, they're still doing well yeah i don't know if it's a concern that one publisher's got like every single racing game i mean you would hope that they're now really good they're going to be good they're going to because they've got so many they'll know what they're doing they'll know how to market them properly they'll know how to put them out properly and hopefully they'll get into the hands of the people who want them i think the greater concerns are around like that ubisoftification as and they all start to feel the same because they're on the same Uh, but i think there's enough autonomy at least from us, from from where we sit now, looks there looks to be enough autonomy between the studios that they're not going to have that overlapping. The only real concern is EA if they come in and start like microtransacting the shit out of them. So then there isn't really that available, uh, not microtransacting the shit racing game unless on yeah. a big big franchise anyway. Uh, let's have a look in the chat here, buddy. Watching, I love a more arcade uh, like F one game, like a top down thing, or even a Daytona. <gasps> Daytona. Give me some Daytona. I've been playing that shit before I went to the movies. That shit was great. Oh, and of course, Bela Dill mentions Mod Nation Races. Everyone's forgot about Mod Nation Races, sadly. Uh, and he also adds, the dirts are more sim or less sim per entry. Uh, like the latest is more arcade, but the previous have been more like Colin McRae. Um, see that, yeah, because I remember playing, I played Project Cars 3. So we re- reviewed that thanks to Bandai as well. And... Yeah, that was a weird middle ground. It had some real heavy sim parts into yeah. it, but it was super arcadey on the surface. Like, so arcadey that my son was playing it and enjoying it. But, like, if you're second, if you scratch that arcadey surface off, it was deep underneath. And I think yeah. that was kind of like that good balance. I think the first first project cars was like either super similar, like, either way, they've gone from one to the other, and now they're kind of this neat, neat middle ground. So, I'll be around. All right. Now, we are reaching so hard. So I've titled this episode a little clicky because I wanted to reach. 
And that's what this one is. So, Fire uh, Fire Sprite, the team behind the PSVR roguelite, The Persistence is currently recruiting. They are looking for a string of new staff for, quote, a VR action adventure project adapted from one of the most original and successful multi-million dollar, multi-million selling console IP titles in the last 10 years, end quote. Previous job listings have referred to, quote, a multi-million selling action RPG, end quote, and specific, uh, specifically referencing uh, a PSVR. The advertisement for the lead producer position elaborates, quote, this is an exceptionally exciting project partnering with the IP holder to create a whole new chapter in the exciting and highly original universe they have established, utilizing the full immersive capabilities in VR to build a new narrative for fans and new comers alike end quote while the details are still fairly vague on what the project could be it was rumored over a year ago that sony was exploring the possibility of a horizon zero dawn spin-off for vr at the time london studio was believed to be leading the leading this project However, it is worth noting that as pointed out by the recent era forums, London Studio has since removed any references to PSVR from his website, suggesting that its direction may have changed over the past year. Oh, we just got another subscriber. We thank did. Mud Jane. Thank you very much, um, Mud Jane, for the sub. Imagine if this isn't Horizon. Imagine if it's like... Death Stranding, and you're, just, walk, said, and you're uh, just walking around. Chats is Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That'd be horrible. That would be horrible. <laughs> See, I, I in, when when I had when I think about VR, and I think about the the games that I would like to see, and if if it, if it's if it's prime focus is PSVR, you can make the assumption that it's going to be around. Play something PlayStation related, right? Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of reaching in this in this piece and or and the speculation. Like it's just grabbing at remote possible things. If you think of other big big RPG franchises from PlayStation, multi-meal, there's not a whole lot. Like it kind of makes you go down that line to to Horizon, which would be cool. And Horizon would work within a, a VR space because it would it would be so cool. But it looking up and seeing the long necks and whatnot, it would be fantastic. And yes, I would much rather it be a, a wrestling VR game. But you could have it. Seriously, as- one of the first things I did when I got VR is there's a there's a a, a, a company called Next VR. You had to start him, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So the Next VR, and like I went and downloaded the app from the US store because they had like samples from from WWE pay per views, and they have because they have well placed cameras, it's like one ringside, one on the turnbuckle, and I'm like, oh, so I just watch VR, and then I watch like WrestleMania 35 again, and one where like uh, I think it was where Kofi won, and I watched it all over again, and I cried like again in VR. It was really embarrassing for me, but I I, I really enjoyed it. Sorry, Verizon. What I was getting, what I was going to say is, it could be. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a similar gameplay style to that of the the IP that they're using. Think of like uh, the Batman VR game. That's true. That was really good. You could, you know, maybe it's The Last of Us, and it's like a. You know, you're trying to get information out of someone. It's like this big torture oh, fest. See, that's a good point. Cause like an interrogation thing, because they did, didn't they do something similar to that in what's that? that what's that game? La Noir, La Noir, La Noir. Yeah. They they did a detective style interrogation VR point. experience. And you know, to technically, Last of Us is an RPG. People make the assumption about Horizon, but I you could, you could go rock climbing with Nathan Drake. 
Mm, true. So the, hur- the 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 big hurdle with thanks for stopping by, delegate. Uh, the the big hurdle that comes with VR is movement, mm. and there is so much movement in playing Horizon, and there is so much movement in Uncharted. It makes it difficult. Now, Last of Us could work because I think the gritty tone would be cool in VR. It'd be super uber violent. Maybe it's. Maybe it's Assassin's Creed. You go going on a virtual tour of history. Didn't they do that? Yeah, they did that in their last. Um, no, there, there's a mode, but I don't think it was VR. No, it wasn't VR. It was in uh, Origins or Odyssey. Let me yeah, it was Origins. It's, once again, like even though I've like dirtily ta- named the video this because I'm a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is tough. Would but I guess the real question is, would you want? Of PSVR Horizon, it would honestly depend on what. What would it need in that case? What would it need to be for, for it to, you to have your interest? I f- I think having it play like a Horizon would be detrimental to a VR Vomit. title. Yeah, but if I was just like riding around on one of those long neck dudes, just like experiencing the world, that could be pretty cool. Mm. If it was a passive experience, just something where you kind of sit and explore the world where there's like no combat involved you're kind of just in the world and you're i don't know the bow would be pretty sick though yeah but the the aim the the aim control the move controllers are so garbage <laughs> look ideal world there's no more move controllers they make better ones <laughs> so it's it's hard but again it could be anything it could be nothing look, i'm in a i'm in a similar boat to you i do agree that there probably should be some sort of mild genre-esque change or at least not deliver the same gameplay as as whatever the base game is because the example that i would use is um until dawn mm-hmm. when they, they until dawn rush of blood you're like oh shit until dawn's dope all right well are this gonna become some, some cool horror, horror game like well it is but technically it's just a, a rail shooter a rail shooter which is such a tonal shift from, sorry, from a gameplay sh- shift. Not to, cause mm. the tone was pretty much there. A gameplay shift from Until Dawn. It's like, well, why is the name tacked on? It's just because Supermassive did it. But then you look at Resident Evil Seven and Resident Evil Seven in VR is the exact same game, which is mad. It's way scarier. Oh, it's so horrible. <laughs> it's way scarier. Yeah, no, I, I played that VR in multiple uh, places and uh, never played it actually. At, I only played for a little bit at home when the. But I remember playing it at conventions, uh, like ABX and stuff. But the problem is, I was playing in the same room as like Dylan and 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 Dave and Josh, and all, we're all fucking with each other, you know, while we're in VR. So it was like an even more intense experience than it needed to be. <laughs> I don't know; it's a tough one. I think it'd be cool. I think to be able to see the uh, the the robos and shit like in yeah. real life would be mad. Because when you look at like the Thunder drawing, you look, you think like that thing is huge, and then you see like that thing is fucking huge. It's like the I guess it's the same as uh the VR Arc game, Arc Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was cool cuz like look at this size of these fucking dinosaurs. And like same as Robinson the Journey. Like that that they both had that same sense of awe and wonder as you look at these giant dinosaurs. Mm. But uh the biggest hurdle with both of them was movement. Yeah. Like I think that would need they like they, they in order to achieve like VR is cool and I think the reason that I we've got the Dongaroo, you've got it, I've got it. The reason we haven't played VR yet is just cuz I am so reluctant to use the fucking move controllers. Well, my whole re- the whole reason behind me wanting the my dongle so quickly is I wanted to play Hitman in VR mm. because it doesn't use the move controllers. It's just DualShock. Yeah. 
and then I just never got around to it because yeah. it's been well lately it's been hot as shit. Oh man, yeah, like, almost every day. Yeah, and, like, and I yeah. refuse to put something on my face. So. It's true. Like I've VR'd a lot in the, in the heat, and it's not a good decision. It's I not will, pleasant. It's not, it's not the best. All right, Ryan. The Avengers are reassembling. Crystal Dynamics has revealed that the PlayStation 5 version of Marvel's Avengers will release on the 18th of March, 2021, alongside the free Hawkeye expansion. Upgrading to the current-gen version will be free for pre-existing PlayStation 4 owners, and the second superhero to be added to the game after launch will not cost anything either. Over on the PlayStation blog, Alila Karasuma of Crystal Dynamics speaks to what Clint Barton brings to the loot-based title, as well as touching on his moveset. Quote, in Future Imperfect, a storyline inspired by Marvel Comics' Old Man Hawkeye series and the Hawkeye 2012 My Life as a Weapon storyline, you'll be taking Clint on a perilous journey to a future Earth and stepping into a new biome known as the Wasteland to find the missing Nick Fury. And fight other aimbots. And come face to face with the villain Maestro and save the world. Did we mention that his canine pal Lucky will also be featured in this operation? Oh, as, pre- as previously confirmed, Marvel's Avengers will offer two different graphical modes on PS5, one target 60 frames per second at a dynamic 4K resolution, while the other bumps up the visuals even further, but loses that 60 frames per second. Load times are also said to be much shorter on Sony's new machine. Ryan, is this enough to get you to reinstall Avengers and check it out? Because if you do it... Much like I said with the Division Two, I will also do it and play with you. Yeah, look, I'll check it out because I I really wanted to enjoy that game. I wanted to so much. Like I remember, I was pretty excited. I mean, I I still have fun playing it. Like yeah. as long as I get to be the Hulk. Yeah, I I had fun playing with people, and that was the thing. Like I think I was Iron yeah. Man when we played. And I remember yeah. playing Iron Man and Thor. They were fun. Um, the campaign was enjoyable. I never yeah. finished it because I think something else came out and I got distracted, as I do. Uh, but yeah, even even to go in and, re- and finish the campaign on PS5, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Because um, in terms of like the, the end game content stuff... It's still non-existent from what I've heard. Of, yeah, it's still not there. And like, it's cool that this story has a different villain in it, but okay. I just love the fact that a lot of them have like old man storylines. Well, yeah old man logan is brilliant and yeah old man hawkeye i think sort of a smiled finish off of that remember like uh yeah i think i think i've read old man hawkeye i think is he like still good is he like still like the best shot ever see the problem see i, I get does that he, does he not lose it with his old old man eyes i get them he's blind <laughs> okay maybe he does because I get them mixed up. I get him and uh, and Green Lantern. It's a Green Arrow. Because when Green Arrow gets old in Dark Knight Returns, he's missing an arm. Oh yeah, that would make I get them mixed up. Very difficult. Because I was like, yeah, Hawkeye had one arm. No, he didn't. Green Arrow did. He was blind. I think. I think. From memory. I don't know. I'm now getting into comic memory, and I don't remember, like that was years ago. It's gone. Sure. Why the fuck not? Right. It's a big thing. What, what else we have to do? It's very quiet right now. There's not much else. I, I can install it. I don't have the hard drive space. Please, can we unlock the hard drive slot get so external. I can get another? Oh, no, you're all your shit's PS5 in it. All my shit's PS5. I have one PS4 game installed. Yeah. No, I have lots, lots of PS4 Thank games. Thank God I have good internet. I can kind of just download anything fairly quickly. I would really hope, like I said, we know that they were behind. It's a shame. Mostly sh- getting the game together. Yeah. And last week, that with the announcement of the trophies, it was looking that it was coming very, very soon. This is not as soon as I originally <laughs> anticipated. I honestly thought they were going to come out and like literally go and have their mic drop moment. It's ready now. 
here's the PS5 version, go download it. Barton's coming in two weeks' time. Yeah, that's what I thought they were going to do. I didn't expect both on the same day, but it makes sense that they are both on the same day if they're two weeks, three weeks down the track, which is what they are. Um, Because I know we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago, which we were then corrected at the time. It was like weird that they've got Kate Bishop and Hawkeye, like two Arrow-based characters coming so close to each other. Mm. But then we come to learn, like, you know, there was Black Panther was supposed to be there as well. And of course, some other, like everything sort of weirdly delayed and thrown out. I wonder, like, I get the reason why it was delayed, but I wonder how far into the future they delayed yeah like that. what's that what's that appropriate time quote unquote yeah because like obviously black panther has now been in Fortnite. they yeah. had they had their tribute they had the black panther statue you could pay and buy the skin mm. he's there it's it's done all that at what point is it socially acceptable to to bring it in because mm. obviously you know there was rumors that you know um cannot think of uh, Wakanda was going to be a new social space mm. that you could explore so at what point do they bring it into the game like what's their what's their time frame well, remember they promised us 10 years of support oh uh, yeah bro. yeah Destiny promised that too so yeah so they still have technically <laughs> <laughs> yeah true true <laughs> because they got us caught in like a little fucking Asterix there. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yeah, fuck it. Just, I've got dumb to play. Speak, like, we just talked Marvel. Let's talk about their competitors in... Uh, uh... Yeah, that's a good point. Sorry, what's your point? So, Viva Dill in the chat mentions that Black Panther could have died in the DLC. That is very true. If they had intentions for uh, for Black Panther in the to pass, that would be so tonally fucked. Yeah. I've said tonally a lot today. Like, that would be like, oh, uh, we're going to have to quickly redo this, all of this. Yeah, which would be gnarly. But yeah, so we're just talking, we're just talking about oh, the cameras. For, oh. oh, no, that's an old message from 20 minutes ago. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's all fixed now. We're just talking about Marvel. Let's talk about their competitors with Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers, a game San Diego, is on a hiring spree right now, plotting what appears to be a, quote, new AAA free-to-play cross-platform game. Oh, all those things kind of make me want to vomit. Uh, that's according to a job listing by uh, for a game systems designer, but there are tons of other posts which reference similar things. The open senior combat designer role, for example, talks about, quote, the abilities and combat systems for a cross-platform AAA game, end quote. Among the listings, there is also mention of, uh, quote, economies, ew, which are a staple of free-to-play games. So they, they want microtransactions, they want free-to-play, they want to be playable on everything. Are we getting DCU02? Is that what this is? That'd be cool. But like DCU01, even though I loved it, I don't know. Because it's still going. You know what I mean? Are they joining the auto battlers? Are we getting a DC auto battler? An auto chess? Well, what, what, what if it's like sort of, you know, uh, DC impact? Just Genshin, oh. make it a big... <laughs> DC impact. I don't know. Yeah. See, the, 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 this is my own biases. I mean, what, very what's, clearly what's catching from. me is the AAA free-to-play. Like, what's... So, AAA free-to-play means that essentially they'll up the wazoo it with shit. And, like... <laughs> up the wazoo with shit. With shit, yeah. Like, I... The, so eloquently put. AAA, I'm like, okay, free-to-play, cross-platform. Oh, I know what this is going to be. And, like, and I'm out. Because it's got this... Or mostly because with that, with those descriptors it's very likely that it is going to be some sort of multiplayer. Can you imagine game. like a Genshin Impact style where you're gutturing DC heroes? 
That's my pitch. You just pick it and get the claw. You go in, you pick up your hero. Congratulations, you got the floosh. <laughs> DC did a mobile and it failed horribly, so please, no chess. Yeah. I don't know. It. I mean, it could not be DC at all. Like, it, like it, Warner Bros. has a lot of properties that they could do. Oh, cool. What is it going to be like? Indiana Jones? Uh, that's Lucasfilm. It's Fox. Isn't it? I don't fucking know. I was Harry Potter game. <laughs> hey everyone complete plan hogwarts legacy uh we're not really supporting that anymore we're just gonna make it free to play because everyone's yeah. like i'm not gonna play i'm not gonna pay money to support can, jk rather like good you don't have to pay for it anymore you can buy your spells gonna buy potion ingredients apparently the game director on that is a hot piece of shit too yeah mm. yeah i heard that i'm getting more and more fucking i want to play it eh? mm. like w- <laughs> <laughs> see this is that once again add to just a bigger fucking a bigger conversation like how do i separate like i like harry potter but she's so shit and it looks as if it's surrounded by shit people i'm like come on it's fun. i want to play i just want to play harry potter man i just want to cast spells and shit <laughs> I, I know that sounds like me disregard i just want to be a magic boy leave me alone <laughs> no it's 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 not me dismissing all of them like oh they're just shit like it's me going oh why do i I, in like two weeks time they release a press statement saying that you have to farm and grow your own potions ingredients runs like fuck it i'll buy it. if you have to do an actual herbology where you're growing plants i'm like fuck it they could all be horrible no that's the thing is like because there are times where especially within the gaming space having ethics or morals is a detriment like you know i had such like, even though they've all fixed it now i had such a strong stance about battlefront 2 that i haven't played it yet i haven't bought it i got nothing i had fucking no intention of ever playing that game and that was my own little personal I mean, you're not, stance. You're honestly not missing much. I know, but like that was my own personal stance on the on the behavior of the studio at the time, right? Does it doesn't help because they made it free, so everyone just fucking got it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not as if that my stance affected anything, and the amount of people that make the make these gigantic stances or, or statements and then proceed to go against it almost immediately in this space, like gamers are fickle, man. Like, like I distinctly remember there being a, there's a meme of like a picture of like we're not going to play Metal Ge- uh, Modern Warfare 2 and then you look at the picture of it and everyone in that group is then playing Metal yeah, It's the same as like um, a couple of years ago when Pokemon came out. They're like, oh, there's not all of them. We're not going to buy it. Highest selling game ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, oh. and that's the tough part. And like, I, I get the whole, you know, how do I remove the artist from the art and coming from someone who has a Harry Potter themed tattoo on his arm. Mm. Like, I grew up with Harry Potter. I love that stuff. It's a shame that the you know creator is a garbage person but yeah but like it's it's, but it's, there's, there's, there's it's a, hard to not enjoy something but the other the other part of it is is more of that discussion of like you know i even back back in the day right with like michael jackson like, i don't really believe whatever they say you know it doesn't seem right i also like his music and the second we like, i watch finding neverland i'm like oh i can't listen to his music anymore <laughs> But yeah. like very, like I'm a big advocate of separating art from artists because I think they. But when there are times where I'm like I can't do it, and I'm starting to think that with Harry Potter I might not be able to do it. Yeah. Like I can guess I can go, you know, just as, as I can still go read the books and watch the movies again. But I don't know, I've always wanted a game like Legacy, or at least what I believe Legacy to be, and. I mean, the only... Like, if, I, I if mean, we get a review code, things I'm, be different. I mean, but... you're obviously, your loophole is you you buy it secondhand. Yeah, that's true. I'll get a review code. 
Pretty good, that like they're, they're, so they're, how entitled yeah, does that fucking sound? There are loopholes to make yourself feel better, I guess. Yeah. But it's hard. Very, very As Buddy Watson put in the chat, it, it does depend on the art and the artist. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like there are bands, like I used, to, I used to listen to Lost Profits back in the day. And then the second I heard about that guy, I'm like, he, they, he and the band can get fucked. Fucked. So that was easy. That was an easy decision on that one. Yeah. But yeah, that was noticeably less conflicted with Lost Profits. <laughs> All right, let's talk some quick bits. Two Rock 1 and 2 have appeared on the PlayStation Network with a February release date for PlayStation 4. Hmm. It takes two. Oh, hey, yeah, I spotted that and I went, gold. I went huh? Turak? My like, Zernui? <laughs> no, it's the old polygonal one. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it takes two has gone gold. Congratulations to the team. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Masters Collection is heading to the PlayStation 4 this winter, uh, released month of June, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, so oh, sorry, when we just completely skipped that text, too, because I was reading chat. That's pretty cool. Yeah, very happy. Very, very it's on cool. my list, so hopefully. Yeah, you have fucking such a good time with your list right now. Oh, I'm Ugh. having a great time with my list. All your shit's getting cancelled. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not winning the draft at all. Outriders demo launches Friday at 4 a.m. Australian Daylight Saving Time with no preload available. So this is an upcoming Destiny-esque uh, RPG shooter. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the first chapter of the game that's playable. It's not timed. You can play it up until the release of the game. It rolls over if you purchase the game. And I think all four classes are playable. Yeah. So sounds pretty good to check out. I'm looking forward to it. Classic PS1 RPG Legend of Mana is being remastered on the PlayStation 4 this June. No Man's Sky has dropped another huge update where you can catch and breed its wildlife. Hot. It's now Pokemon. Apparently you can like fight them and stuff as well. Oh, what is Pokemon? it's, It's space. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands has reappeared on the PlayStation Network, unlike Cyberpunk. So, <laughs> so it looks as if, like, I think they got pulled down with the Telltale shit yep. a couple of years back, in uh, 2019, and it it's finally coming back, which is great. Uh, Metro Exodus is getting a free PlayStation 5 glow-up this year for those who own it on PlayStation 4. It will be running at 4K60 with DualSense support. Oh, shit, we have that. Yeah. We reviewed it back in the day. Uh, and CDPR are DMCAing everyone to try and stay ahead of the leaked... Uh, source. source codes or black marketly sold source codes so anything anyone doing anything remotely revolved around that is getting DMCA'd sucks be uh, and uh, the last quick bit I'm just going to add in because I thought it was hilarious and has nothing to do with PlayStation the Twitch stream that was running that was broadcasting BlizzCon had to um mute themselves mute themselves because Metallica were playing a live concert and they put their own music over the top which you I know thought not DMCA Metallica. <laughs> See, the real irony is that, like, the 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 laws around DMCA are like the the seeds of that stem from Metallica Swing and Napster and LimeWire and all that shit back in the day. Like, there were the seeds of DMCA, and now they are like fucking dead in it. Morons. Oh, and uh, Diablo Two Resurrected is coming out this year on every single platform with cross support for everything. Mm. And I still think that it's a waste of um, what's the what's vision, the, vicarious, the, vicarious vision. visions talent to be stuck working on Blizzard stuff. It's a bit, bit, bit uh, Before we jump into the top ten, so Vila Deal jumps in. He goes, "It's very easy as as white dudes, which is us. We are mm. we are incredibly white and dudes uh, to be like quote I grew up with it, so I can still love it. While trans people did as well, and now they have their lives questioned by the yeah. creator. Yeah, and like I I do." I, I'm pretty comfortable in being the fact that 
where I stand on on rights for individuals is greater than a fucking game. True. And I'm um, very easy to make the call. Like when I say like I want to play, like there is a little bit of a, yeah, like that's the conflict because you know as Buddy says, having an easy black and white rule, it doesn't work, and it doesn't work. However, in this circumstance, I've kind of be like, ah, oh, fuck her. Yeah, you know, it's tough. I agree. Like I said, you know, she is she is a garbage individual. Yeah, and it sucks that you know people who did grow up loving her stuff are now like you know the person that we used to cherish, that we we have so much fondness for thinks about us this way mm. it, it has to be crushing it's horrible it's fucking horrible so you know and like again i'm a white dude i'm the i have very little problem little to no problem and i feel so bad for all those people going through this and i can't even begin to imagine how sucky this is for them yeah and like if 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 a simple thing of me going yeah she's garbage and not supporting that then you know that is an easy decision to make. So. Big time. Absolute big time. All right, let's get into the top 10 best-selling games of the week on PS4 because for some reason, they're still not showing us the PS5. Uh, this is for the week ending the 14th of Feb. Number 10, Rainbow Six Siege. There's new updates and stuff coming yep. out, so that makes sense why it's getting a bump. Uh, number 9, UFC 4. Number 8, Madden 21. Uh, number 7, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, number six, Assassin's Creed of Valhalla. Number five, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number four, NBA 2K21. Number three, FIFA uh, 21. Number two, Little Nightmares 2. Well done. Except number one, you cannot seem to beat it. Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah. Uh, upcoming titles for this week. We have Persona 5 Strikers on PlayStation 4. Uh, coming out 23rd of February and Curse of the Dead Gods also coming 23rd of February. Not much. No, it's a strike. Well, see, this is the thing. Like, it's going to be fucking so quiet for so long. And then everything comes all at once. Yeah, either... I think uh, there's a weird line between obviously COVID delays has caused a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And then I think a lot of people are knowing that, especially PS5 games specifically, they're like, well, no one has one. So if we release one now, it's going to fucking die. So I do wonder whether... Because, you know, with... Uh, uh, Rift Apart allegedly being a launch title and now it's quite not really a launch title anymore do you think that is a decision because of scarcity or it could it be an internal quiet delay like I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking it's a scarcity thing because it is a genuinely straight up PS5 game like it's within it's not good for it to be out when no one's going to play it yeah I guess I don't know it's hard to tell I mean, it makes sense for them to hold off as long as possible to, you know, get the console in as many people's hands as possible so that when they do launch it, you know, it has a wide audience to reach. Like, they'll have a longer tail because as people get PS5s, they'll pick it up, but... But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's it's hard. Because of this scarcity, it's not like people are holding off because nothing's on PS5. Yeah. Because the majority of the games we're playing are PS4 games still. There's Very a true. You know, a few of them are getting their PS5 upgrades and whatnot. But everything coming to both. Yeah. And, um, I think, yeah, it's it's because of this manufacturer scarcity and people finding it so hard to get <clears throat> to get the consoles into their hands. It does make sense to a degree to hold off, especially those first party titles that are pure exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, cause I, I still agree that, because like, we were discussing this the other day about how like, COVID delay is a thing and it certainly is a thing, but we're starting to get to a point where it's not really an excuse anymore because what is COVID normal is should be in effect. Yeah. 
it's a it's so a I, weird I think most and... people are coming up to the year mark of working from home and yeah doing the well, at least here in australia like the first case was oh, two weeks ago yeah like you know everything started going on online primarily from like march we're almost there you know and other, and other places are doing it still doing it so you have this there does come a time where you need to adjust. oh yeah the other the other news that i somehow forgot to put in uh activision have opened up a new studio in melbourne oh yeah they had totally have too i did see that that was cool yep I think their headquarters in Sydney, but they've opened the studio in Melbourne. Well, it makes total, makes total sense. Uh, especially Film Victoria has incredible assistance yeah. around video game production. That's why a lot of independent studios are here. Um, so that's why, you know, when you when you go to PAX, you see a lot of people being supported by Film Victoria. And I think a lot of the universities in Melbourne... Well, are we have the Australia... The uh, So there's... No, the ACME is not the... the state. There, is a, there is a university here that, yeah. or uh, uh, some sort of institution that's built around game design. So they're, they're here poaching all the students. Pretty much. Makes sense. Like, yeah. Getting the getting the government grants and poaching the students before anyone else can get Shit, I'm not arguing. Put put get that going here in Melbourne. Make Mel make Melbourne the must place be wait. The must be place. Must be place for game for independent games or yeah. game development in Australia. Because like primarily it's Sydney, because most of the PR agencies are based out of Sydney. But, you know, in a digital world that can be anywhere. It's weird that they weird that they bought an in city location though. And everyone's working from home. Yep. Oh well. <laughs> it is what it is. It is. It things will eventually go back to normal. I mean, the our our vaccine rolled out today. Oh, it started. Yep. She. I'm in. I'm in. Our, our PM got vaccinated today with a cap on it. You see the you see the picture? Oh no! It's the needle in his arm. It's got the fucking red oh, and the wow. orange cap on the end, so he's not actually being injected. I know there were. I know there are protesters yesterday in the town we live in, protesting the uh, protesting the vaccination. And what are they going to do? Just get COVID instead? Apparently, COVID's a hoax, and uh, they will. Uh, not, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's going to alter their DNA and all that stuff. You God, know. I hate them. Hate them. My stance is the the vaccine's voluntary. If you don't want it, don't get it. Let them die. Let, it, let them fucking <laughs> weed themselves out. Well, you know, I you know, working in essential service and disability services, I'm I'm in wave one to get to get. Lucky it. you, but um, I am in wave four. There are six million people going to get jabbed before me. <laughs> oh, did you see? I saw an article that uh, two two women our age dressed up as old ladies to try and get the vaccine. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> did not work. You think? <laughs> did not work. <laughs> like hi we're here for uh, the vaccination you're clearly three children in a trench coat <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah fuck it's nice to see some people are super keen to get it <laughs> the the other extreme to those who uh, are protesting it god damn well yeah like yeah, people <laughs> that are so super keen to get the vaccine like almost too keen <laughs> yeah they had like wigs on they were wearing scarves had the glasses and, like, on the like, scarf yeah, across, oh my yeah. god like, are you serious <laughs> yes they were like caricatures of old people yes, yes. oh that is and fucking just like, amazing nah, sorry and what's your name Gladys Oldman <laughs> Gladys Oldman you know like oh, a lot of thought went into that alright that's from the shop it's been a long damn show thank you everyone for joining us as always we do really really yeah. appreciate it Max, you know what you got to do. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please check out our socials Facebook, Discord, Dis- uh, 
Yes. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our links can be found in the description below. Speaking of Twitter, though, like there's our handles uh, below as well. Come and talk to us on Ooh, Twitter. Come and yell at us. Yeah. On Twitter. Max needs to be better at, at, at Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Come and yell at me to so be better. So come teach at him how to how to Twitter. Like I can't do it. I'm bad, very bad at Twitter. But Max needs help to just be on Twitter. So mm. get him involved. Give him some shit as well. Uh, uh, yes, but but if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash the pop cultures where you can watch us record this show live. Uh, become part of the show. Be part of the conversation uh just like mud jane did as she became a subscriber just like delicate stone when he gifts a gifted a sub to buddy watson and then uh, with uh people to deal with these five biddies big thank you to everyone over there uh additionally if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod if you are on the podcast service be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you are on the youtube be sure to like subscribe leave a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support the show financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop culture well as our merchandise store proportions.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it still no kofi <laughs> but until next week i'm ryan betson i'm max cooper and that was for the players <laughs>